I'm waiting for the finger. I just got it. Percy gave me the finger. I think he likes more to do time. that. And he looks at me funny when he does that. So at least it wasn't the middle finger this time. So it's Wednesday night. It's podcast night. We got great special guests. We got Tracy Honey and we have Mark Thompson. And we're calling this podcast a warm evening. It's cold outside and we want to talk about warm. The fantastic group from our area that put out so much great music and we want people to share the experience. Uh, Mark and Tracy were gracious enough to give us a whole bunch of warm CDs that we've been able to listen, play with, clean up a little bit, uh, download them, turn them into some new CDs and uh, some thumb drives, and it's fantastic music. So we thought we'd take the opportunity because both of these gentlemen have a long history with Warm. Of course, Tracy's uh, late brother Ray was the lead guitarist, a monster lead guitarist for Warm. Tracy's also a monster lead guitarist. Mark, who played, y'all both played with the new version of Warm, and but Mark goes back uh, playing with uh, Mike Bruce with Hillbilly Romeos and probably a garden variety of other things. I actually played with Ray, Lannis, Mike, and Wayne. Amazing. Yeah. So for those of you that don't know or do know, Warm stood for Wayne, Alan, Ray, and Mike. And then Lannis came in to the situation uh, to take over as the bass player. And they played all over the Southeast, if not all, all over the country, as far as I know. And not only did they open for some big acts, but some big acts opened for them. That's how good they were. So we want to take this opportunity and talk about them and their music. We've got some songs selected that we'll be uploading um, throughout the podcast. After we talk about the song, we're going to upload it. And so you'll be able to hear what we talking about. So you guys ready for this? We're ready. We'll add to, you know, we had Mike Bruce on speakerphone earlier. And uh, maybe toward the end of the segment, we can try to get him back on. Yeah, to say a few words. So anyway, he's he's doing well, and just wanted to let folks know that you know that, that'd be a added feature if we can get him back on. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And he's been on the podcast. Um, man, that was a session right there. That was a lot of fun when we had Bubba on. So we're trying to get Lannis on too, but Mark can't get him to answer his phone. So we'll <laughs> yeah, Lannis didn't know. answer. We tried That's to call him, but okay. no. Lannis knew what we were doing. He was we, like, no. He text, but he will not talk. Yeah. He, uh, well, now you won't even text. So I guess I guess we made him mad. Sorry, we got Lanny. the we got the answer, Lannis, We love you though. Yeah, sorry, Lanny. I hope I hope uh, you listen to this later. We'll make sure y'all make sure you share all this uh, with with everyone, and uh, so Lannis will get to listen in and Lannis feel the love because you are one of the greatest bass players that personally I've ever heard. But you guys know it more than I do. And, of course, Ray Honey could hold his own with any guitarist in the world. And Mike Bubba Bruce could play the drums like no other. He could really wear them out. Wayne Green was a rock star. And those 
guys combined were so tight, they were so great, and they put a body of work forth over time. They, I, they, we were talking before we got started that they didn't rehearse, they were on the road. The rehearsal was, you know, the sound checks before, you know, wherever they were playing. And um, they played uh, recently, and Percy's reading this book called Losers. It's about a bar in Tampa, and the owner of the bar actually said that everyone that came through there, and that includes Skinnerd, Warm could hold their own with anyone, and that book is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So that means to me, Warm is in the Rock and Roll and Hall of Fame. Strangely enough, uh, it's a small world. The guy that opened you're not going to sing that, are the you? The guy that opened the bar, Texas Dave Anders or whatever they call him, was a college buddy of Bear Bryant's godson. Yeah, that's weird. He was in the same coaching tree as Jimmy Johnson and Barry Switzer and probably could have made it huge as a coach, but this was a path that he took to open this bar. Yeah, which Mike Bruce said, it was a dive bar. <laughs> it was a rough joint. And I bet it was. I bet they played in some rough joints. I mean, I, I, they played rough joints, but they played some, some nice music halls too, you know, yeah. in the southeast. Very cool. Yeah. So the first song I want to open up with uh, is one of my favorites, and it gets you from the start, and we even play it as our podcast intro, and that's Centerpoint Hotel. So, so enjoy. Have y'all ever been to the Centerpoint Hotel? No, Mark probably has. Have you ever smoked a wood tip cigar? Yes. I yeah. So, I mean, it's in there. It's a great, it's, that song has, to me, has imagery. I mean, they paint a picture in that song, no and it, it's a great, it's a great one. So, we're going to upload. Anybody have anything to say, Mark, about Centerpoint Hotel? I, 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 I was at Diamond Jim's Warehouse in Birmingham. Boom, on Morris Avenue. And uh, so they're playing. I mean, we every time they were there, we went every time. So, I mean, as y'all have heard and hearing Ray play a, a thousand times, he never messed up. None of those guys. They never blew notes. Never. Never blew a note. Sure enough, that night at Diamond Gems, Ray forgot the solo on center point. <laughs> and he walked off the stage and came by and he said, the easiest song I play, I forgot what to play. And that's why he just threw his hands up. It happens. It, one of those absolutely. Yeah. He, you know, who knows? I mean, he just, he, he just went brain dead all of a sudden. But uh, that was the only time I ever heard Ray Honey blow a note. And, yeah, that... Never. Yeah, because yeah. he didn't. And that was the easiest, probably the easiest thing he played the entire night. Was Centerpoint Hotel. Centerpoint Hotel. And it's right. such a great I just song. think that this is a good entry point for somebody that has never heard. It's the first warm song that I ever heard. Yeah. And I, I think anybody that's 45 or younger, they need to listen to all this. Because it was an awakening for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Centerpoint Hotel to me is like the gateway. Well, it's 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 the fan favorite for most songs. It was a song that they typically closed out with, you know, um, and it was it was an awesome song. And, and these guys were superheroes to me growing up. I mean, if you got NFL heroes, that's what they were to me. You know, there was twelve years difference between Red. And, and I, but 
they were, you know, and Mike, Lannis, Wayne, they were all just super nice, you know. To me, I was in elementary school, and those guys were out first year in the club, whatever. And, and just, just to add before we get started, too, you know, Mark, obviously, we'll hear more stuff about Mormon, you know, and how they, how he's following his whole life. But he's, I've told it several times, but he's the Lawrence Welk of of warm music. I mean, if, if we're playing or if there's any warm song that anybody needs to know, Mark knows everybody's parts. I mean, he's had to retrain even Lannis on, on, on a couple of versions of things going on. So it's just a lot of fun, but, but I appreciate Mark's passion for warm, and it's pretty cool for Michael uh, Percy, better known as Percy, to have, you know, really gotten into the warm music and, and to not have ever seen if, if people's never seen Warm Live, they don't know what they're missing, number one. But but it's been a pleasure for me to hear Percy's passion and see it over the last two or three weeks. Indeed. Um, and just, you know, and, and we'll, we'll, get, we'll hear more of his involvement of that and what he's been through for the last couple of weeks. But it's been pretty cool. So I just wanted to. I, I like to say that they were ahead of their time and before my time. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And they didn't sound like fucking Buck Owens. No. <laughs> I don't think so. No. So I just had to plug that in there first. You, know, oh, you, you hate Buck, but I'm sorry. No, I love Buck. <laughs> I'm just tired of talking about his ass. All right, so let's play Centerpoint Hotel. Let's play it. Good. 
It's a great song, and I mean it is. Uh, to me, Ray Honey comes shining through in that song in a lot of ways. Uh, but um, lyrically, it's great. The harmony's good. I don't know if they did a double track on that or or what, but that it's a great song. And we're talking about Aniana, and there's nothing really in the song that I know of, Trace, unless you can point me in the right direction about Aniana. Except La La Laia, which sounds like so. Tell the story. Well, obviously that's an awesome song, as you just said, and it's it's another fan favorite, as many warm songs are, but that one particularly, particularly to me was, I remember as a kid going to, I think the guys had a house in Rimlap that they were renting at the time, and uh, but it was a Sunday, if I'm not bad, I'm saying it was a Sunday morning. <clears throat> we went, my dad, my aunt, my sister, and seemed like somebody else went with us. Went down to listen to rehearse, you know, and they played this song over and over and over. And they were in this room in the middle of the house, had egg crates on the wall, you know, to for the sound. And it was, you know, equipment everywhere. But we stayed there most of the day. And so when we left, you know, we drove back through Aniana and, with the, you know, them rehearsing. And, and I, if I can remember, I think they were rehearsing the, you know, the, the vocals. And that la, 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 yeah, I was just, was in my head the whole time. And uh, so, but yeah, Aniana is, dri driving back through Aniana, that's what I thought they were saying. So <laughs> It's but, great. And I think it makes they were it so learning, classic. Yeah, they were learning songs, so when they heard that, that's, that's how they... They named the song. Yeah, they named, they named the song, the song yeah, so. Aniana. So it's, you know, it's not because I ended, because I said that, but it's... it's From a, Rimlap to Aniana. We won't talk about my Rimlap discussion. <laughs> that's right. But uh, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. All right. Well, ladies and germs, let us present to you Aniana.
right, we hope you enjoyed Aniana. Such a great song. Now, the next song we want to talk about is, is another fantastic song. And should have been a top 40 hit. All these should have been top 40 hits. So, it's Sarah. And what do you guys have on that, Mark? Uh, my understanding, Sarah was a girl that Wayne Green fell for. Okay. And it's this, always a Sarah. It's always a Sarah, but I don't think her name was Sarah, but uh, I think this is what inspired that song. Okay. Excellent. It was. It was. And the rest, we'll we'll leave it at that. Yeah, Absolutely. Mike yeah. Redis, Mike could add some of that, but but it was the uh, you know the one and only record that was actually released with forty five. It was the Centerpoint Hotel and Sarah. So far away was the, and so there's a, there's a copy of that at actually at the I think it's at the at, museum. at the museum. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. And there's the whole Ray Honey Wall up there too, yeah. which well, you haven't been to the Alpherville Museum. Check it out. It's fantastic. That's awesome. Yep. So, very cool. So, hey, let's play Sarah. Hope y'all enjoy. <laughs>
All right, so we hope you enjoyed Sarah. It's a great song. Um, what'd you guys think? That's that's pretty awesome. Oh yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. A great song. So the next song we want to talk about is not a warm original song, but it's one they covered, and it was so unique. And we're talking about Crossroads. So, Michael, what do you got to say about that? Well, and Crossroads is such a great song that's been covered by so many people and was one of the blues masters Robert Johnson songs. Mm -hmm. But I like the way that they they took a different take on it. They did. You know, it's like, hey, you know, Cream does this version and it, and it's outstanding. But they do a different take and it, it's great just to, they did a different style of it. And it's a great version. Yeah. Hey, we're going to do it our way. Right. And the, and they killed it. They did. It's a great version of a yeah. great song, a long-standing song. I mean, Robert Johnson did it, Skinner did it, uh, others have done it. Warm gets a hold of it and makes it sort of their their own. Yeah, and this is where you know, with Michael, you know, doing to never heard Warm before. I know we mentioned it earlier, but this is just one of those songs that I think is pretty cool that he's knows the other artist that's done it, and you know, it's. It's, it's cool to have somebody... to, to me their version is kind of like halfway in between Robert Johnson's was so slow Cream did it so fast and theirs was kind of like in the middle mm -hmm. but it was still great it was great the way that they did it yeah it's the same song but they definitely it's played differently yeah. and it's very unique so everybody we hope you enjoy Warm's version of Crossroads
enjoyed the warm version of Crossroads. It's a great song. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, glad y'all are here. So the next song we want to talk about is, it, it's a love song, am I right? That's correct. It's a You and Me Really. And Mark, I think you've got some things you can add to well, this one. I, I was asked to play this song at a wedding, and I knew it, but I didn't think I knew it exactly right. So I got to Ray and went to Tracy's house, Ray's house, and talked Ray into showing me exactly how to play it. Dink was there. I didn't see uh, Tracy. Legends. Yeah. That's a room full of legends, all three of y'all. Very intimidating <laughs> to have Dink. Tracy's still cleaning out beer cans <laughs> in the Cadillac. <laughs> right. But to have Dink and Ray sitting there in front of you, that's pretty uh, intimidating, let me tell you that. I bet. Yeah. I couldn't imagine. But he did show me exactly how to play it, and uh, I know it exactly the way Ray taught it. And the lead vocals on this... That was Lannis singing the lead vocals yep. on that. Yes. Yep. Did a fantastic job. Lannis could sing. Lannis, we love yes. you. Hope, Lannis, you. hope you listen to this. Lannis could sing and play, but yeah, that was the one love song. That, you know, that was a, you know, a totally different version of music than what Warren was accustomed to doing. Right. And when Lannis stepped up, that's all the girls were throwing their panties at him and all that kind of stuff. Wow, know, so he was, Lannis. He was, and he, he had was, that... He was the rock star and so He had that feathered that hair. He was, oh, yeah. he was oh, yeah. like oh, yeah. perfect. He was pretty. Yeah. He was yeah. man he was pretty. Yeah, you're man pretty, Lannis. <laughs> we love you. So let's play You and Me Really. Y'all ready? Hope you enjoy.
All right. We hope you enjoyed. You and me, really, great song. Awesome song. Awesome song. Yeah. yeah. Lannis did a great job. Well written, well played, well sung. So good job, brother. So the next song we want to include on this is the one and only Silverfish. And I just want to say, I don't know what a silverfish is. It's a little bug. It's a little bug. A little bug. A little long, okay. skinny bug. Okay. Well, I may have seen one. Probably have. Probably in the 80s. But not like that. So, okay. Now I know what you're talking about. So, Silverfish, it's a great song. Trace, you got anything to add to Silverfish? No, I mean, it's just, it's among the top of warm songs and... You know, and again, I, I keep going back to Percy here for somebody that's a rookie and listening to warm stuff, and for this to be one of his favorite songs is pretty cool. Cause it's, well, it I is just think song. that this song would have been so palatable for radio. This should have been a this is it's this song should have been a radio hit because it was so radio friendly. It was radio friendly and I just saw a picture of a silverfish. Thanks, Mark. I mean, it was I've a seen one of those. A great song, but it like I say, it was radio friendly. It should have been a hit. Yeah. Everything Warm did should have, could have, would have been a hit. Well, there, there's lots of music that artists made that was not hits, but were great songs. But to me, this one just kind of sticks out as, hey, this should have been on the radio. Yeah. So, for all you Warm fans, we know you know Silverfish. For those that are listening in that don't know the Warm music, hope you're enjoying, and we present Silverfish.
right, so we hope you enjoyed Silverfish. What a great song. Concur? Concur. Yes. Good stuff. Yes. All right, so the next song we want to talk about is uh, one of my favorites is Berlin. And I, I try to wrap my head around it when I'm listening to it. Uh, it's just a great song. I don't think it's a political song, but, I mean, it's about Berlin. And it's from the 70s. So had, the wall was there, all that stuff. So they wrote a song called Berlin, and it's fantastic. Uh, Mark, you got some stuff you yeah, want to add on I mean, this? obviously that's a Wayne Green song. Okay. I mean, to know Wayne, no doubt that's Wayne. But uh, when Mike had put together, well, I don't, I don't know exactly who put this together. I think Mike probably had Lamis. But they wanted to do a reunion show, and it was Warm 2012 is what they decided to call right. it. Right. And uh, Lamis had been out, and nobody, none of us had played together in quite a while. So uh, Lannis had been out with Michael McDonald for several years. And we talked about what to do and who to get and all this. And Landis said, hey, let me see if Bertie, Bertie Sharavalli, he's been Michael McDonald's guitar player for 25 years. And he's fantastic. Really. Yeah, and, awesome. and just the sweetest guy in the world. Yeah. Loves the Beatles. Loves the Beatles, absolutely. And uh, so Bernie agreed to do it. So we should go up to uh, Nashville to rehearse. At Lannis's house, and Bernie comes in. He said, "Hey, Berlin." He wanted. That was to pretty do much Berlin. all he said. Berlin. That's the yeah. one. That's the song. Great. Berlin. Great. Uh, Great song. And boy, did he have fun with it. He yeah. did. Yeah, he I'm went sure for it. Did. That's some licks. That's oh, yeah. guitar yeah. licks yeah. on that. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to toot my own horn. My dad always said, "If you don't tooteth your own horn, <laughs> it won't get." That's correct. So That's the good. warm 2012 reunion. That was you, buddy. Right. We got you to do my chamber banquet when I was the chairman that That's year, right. and then y'all right. did the Jeffersons show, and it was fantastic. Yeah, people yeah. had such a great time. hadn't seen or listened to warm music in so long, and you guys played, and uh, with Bernie, and we were scared to death. We got up to to tune. And Landis looked at me and he said, I'm scared to death. I, said, I, am, I am too. <laughs> the guy I mean, plays with Michael McDonald. I know, but we were so nervous. We were just in so front nervous. of a little crowd in the yeah, Apple Country Club. Yeah. Then. But it's, that's, it's it's important to us to do well. Do well. And we have to, we need to do the songs justice. Yeah, and, and I get that. Yeah. So you want to make sure that you put forth your be the best effort you possibly yes. could. Yeah. And by the way, you did. And it was fantastic so and this this may sound weird but to me berlin's got a vibe to it it does does that i mean mm -hmm. there's there's a different vibe to berlin and uh like you said that's yes. wayne's song yes yeah so that that may sum that up so uh ladies and uh genitals i mean germs we are going to present to you berlin
we hope you enjoyed Berlin. Great song. Um, this is going to be so much fun to listen to later when I get home. Mm-hmm. So, Berlin. The next song we're going to do is Stormy Monday. And I know there's some opinions and commentary on this. We're going to start with you, Percy. Well, it's such a great song. And it was, as far as I know, the first to ever do it was T-Bone Walker from Linden, Texas, which is the same town as Don Henley. Absolutely. And so many people have done this song. Uh, the Alvin Brothers did it, and uh, Albert King did this song. I think Albert King did everything. But this version that they do, I'll, I'll stack it up against anybody's of, yeah, of Stormy Monday. I mean, it's good. Mark, you got anything to add to Stormy Monday? What do you say after you listen to it? What I mean, what else is there to say? And they they take a different pace with Stormy Monday than everybody else. They kind of speed it up, and, and it, it's it's a great take that they do with Stormy Monday. Yeah, yeah. indeed. Yeah, Trace, it, it was uh, a song that there was one of the few songs, or one of the only songs that Ray took the lead vocal on, and. I just remember, I don't think Ray liked it at all because he he didn't like his vocals on it. Mm-hmm. But everybody else, you know, I think loved it. And I, I remember uh, WGSV, Kerry Jackson from Gunnersville, the radio yeah. station there. Those guys were always huge supporters of Warren back in the day. I mean, it, and they played Warren music always. And, and so, you know, to this day, I have a, Super appreciation to, to WTWX, WGSV, Kerry Jackson. He's still there today. Yeah, in I fact, listen. That radio, if you turn it on up there, it's on that station. Yeah, and in fact, the museum, you know, we talked about earlier having some of the warm stuff, but Ben McGowan, one of our councilmen here in the city, has got a jukebox he's donated to the museum. Right. Yep, Rock and, and I called Kerry Jackson to say, hey, by chance, have you got a 45 of the old warm music, you know, the Centerpoint Hotel in the Sarah, he had two brand new in the box records. No kidding. And he give he give and he's keeping the last one obviously, but he give us one for the museum and so the jukebox has that that record in the Stormy Monday. Doesn't have Stormy Monday. Okay. I know we're on Stormy Monday but, but but I'm I'm kind of going back I mean, Stormy Monday they played it at the, at radio, the station. radio station, and, and I think Mark said they used to close out today. The day was Stormy Monday, and, and you know, those guys played warm music. You didn't have to call and request. A lot of people did back in the day, and they were the if if every radio station would have done a tenth of what WGSV did for Warren, they they would be world known. It'd be, it'd be a different thing. Yeah, wouldn't so, it? Anyway, that but yeah, Stormy Monday. Well, if I have anything to do with it, they will be. <laughs> Ray's Ray's playing on that song and singing. It's 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 obvious. All you got to do is listen to it and just all I can say is turn it up and enjoy it. You know? Yeah, good. All right. Well, we present to you all Stormy Monday. Check. This one is called Stormy Monday Blues. Test. Stormy Monday, but Tuesday just as bad. 
call it stormy Monday, but Tuesday just as bad. Wednesday's worse, and Thursday's also sad. Eagle flies on Friday, and Saturday I go out and I play. Eagle flies on Friday, and Saturday I go out and I play. Sunday I go to church, and I kneel on my knees and pray. And this is what I say, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy on me.
They kind of changed the tempo on it, and if this is, but if you listen, I think it's about like five seventeen, five eighteen. There's like a blues yell, and then Ray just cuts into it, and it's freaking awesome. Yeah, he he could do it. Yeah, it's it's one of those songs, you know, as a lot of these old standards um, that Warren Warren played. You know, I think probably the, a lot of those songs, the influence from Ray and my dad, my dad was amazing. An old, I mean, from, you know, the old standard music stuff or whatever. And, I, you know, I, I remember as a kid, Ray and dad playing songs. I mean, it's just, and, and you know, I remember Ray practicing, you know, the whole time, you know, anytime you went in, I mean, he was always playing, and so. But I, I just think a lot of these old standards are songs that really had some of my dad's influence. Even though he, you know, he was not a rock and roll guy by any any means. But no, but he was but Ray, an amazing guitarist. Oh yeah, he was. He was no doubt. It seems they really loved Albert King. Yeah, um, yeah. And so, but I, you know, I think Ray, Mike, Wayne, all the guys. But it's just cool because there was there was times when Ray and Dad would play and. and you know, they just get in their own world of doing stuff, but there was again just those old standards. I just feel like you know it's it's neat for me looking back now, thinking you know there was more influence than I realized then that was being you know given to Ray and, or Ray was using or whatever. So anyway, it, it's well, it's and, awesome. and this has been new to me, but I've kind of like enjoyed to see the influence of the the artist on them. Sure. Yeah. Outstanding. So let's play it. You already listen? Let's go. Yep. I've been dead 
man since I began to cry. Bad 
gonna have no luck at all
hope you enjoyed Born Under a Bad Sign. It's good stuff. Don't you agree, guys? Absolutely. Absolutely. So the next song we're going to do is Magic. And that's the title. I mean, it's magic, but the title is magic. Michael, you got something to add about this? I just love the part of this song. It's like, it's sad that I know this, but it's like 218 into the song. There's a break. It's pretty weird. And Bruce hits the drums, and then Ray hits a lick, and then Bruce hits the drums. And this goes on for like three or four times, but it's just great, that little break that they have in there in that song. And I yeah. think it's awesome. It's a fantastic song. Mark, you got something on this? There were two versions of this song. The old one, I don't even know if I have a copy of of the old version. Do you have... Do you I don't know if I do or not. I, re I remember them both. Yeah. But I can't remember. I remember mm -hmm. we, when we were doing the rehearsal for 2012 at, at Lannis' place. We were up there and, I mean, we were rehearsing that warp drive volume. I mean, that's, uh, I mean, it was terribly, terribly loud. But on the lick, the guitar lick in the break, the three guitar players played it. And I remember Lannis going, Whoa! It was just so big. big. It was just so big. Yeah, that's what. No, that's what she said. But it's got to be that. That part has got to no, be. She didn't. No, probably not. <laughs> but that's it. It's an awesome song. Yeah. yeah. All right. It's, it's good. So everybody, we another, hope you another fan favorite. Yeah. yeah, another fan favorite. We hope you enjoy magic.
enjoyed Magic. Great song. Uh, hope, hope you're going to enjoy this podcast. This is some really great music, and uh, hope it's a great listening experience. We'll post this everywhere. We hope everyone shares, likes, spreads the word. This is good music everyone needs to hear. Uh, once again, thanks to Tracy and Mark for being here with us tonight. This has been a lot of fun. Absolutely. So we've had a lot of sidebar conversations, a lot of cool stories. Um, can't record some of these, but a lot of cool, fun stories. Uh, another shout out to our sponsors, Anchor, Spices Smokehouse Crackers, uh, Busted Oak Bourbon Society. They've got a new restaurant, Bootleggers. Uh, it's fantastic. Kill. Kill. Check it out. Good and um, who am I missing? Unofficially, Redmont Vodka. Redmont. Sir Charles, we're waiting for you. Well, so, you and we're enjoying your product, little by little. Yeah, That's we're right. we are conservative drinkers. And I want to thank Mark and Tracy really. for be bestowing this music upon me. Yes, because you yes. have taken it and um, done some really neat things as far as uh, replicating and and uh, cleaning some of the old stuff up and. Yeah, it's just great. It's good music. So it's our last song for the podcast, and it's the one and only, it's The Hunter. And what a great song they did. Michael? And, and I tell everybody, I, I've i listened to every version of this, from Icantina to Albert to Blue Cheer to Free, and nobody does it better than they do it. Listen to that crowd. He just said he and said, "Born does them. it better." He's, I mean, this, he's this is better than a science project. I mean, Michael has done the research. I mean, there's some of these folks I wasn't even sure did that version, but but uh, you know, I would certainly put this version of Warm's version of the Hunter up against anybody's. And you know, one thing I'd like to add too is, and I, as we get close to the end of the night, and hopefully we might get. Bubba Bruce on after the song just to, to, to kind of recap anything. Yeah, absolutely. We but love him. These guys were some of the most humble, talented yeah. guys. And I think that was one reason that so many people loved these guys because it didn't matter if it was Mike, Lannis, Wayne, or Ray. Everybody loved them. And they, they never thought they were. And even well, today, I mean, Mike and Lannis. You know, when we've done these things and, and, and we've done these hand, handful of shows over the last 10 or so years, you got Lawrence Welk here, this Mark, that we talked about earlier. But Mike and Lannis, I mean, they have absolutely no idea that people love their music as much as they do. So and, much. And it tickles me to see, and again, I appreciate Percy and his, you know, his interest in it now. But, you know, Mark has a passion for this music to live on and, as years go by, you know, another year goes. I mean, there's, there's, you know, that that chance of you know people not really appreciating and understanding how important and how 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 much enjoyment so many people in this area or you know throughout the southeast have had in listening to Warm. And so, it's it's cool, and I appreciate what you guys are doing and 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 trying to preserve. And and so anyway, I, I just. I love Warm. I love the guys, and Mike and Lance are the only two guys left from the original right. group, and and uh, we we certainly 
sending our well wishes and love for those guys. But, uh, you know, Mark, again, I, I appreciate him so much in, in that. You know, he, he's not going to let this stuff die down. And, and obviously you guys are, you know, doing your part and trying to rekindle the fire. And so I think it's pretty awesome. It's cool. Well, I stuff. have nothing to say after that, Tracy. Yeah. Job well done. <laughs> and it's, it's all very true. And yeah. they were our band. Yeah. People around here just loved them, but they made a point to make that connection. Oh, absolutely. And and Mark, just to touch on, I mean, I, and Mark can expand more, but when I was in junior high, you know, sixth grade, whatever, I mean, Warren was playing for the proms all over Marshall County in those days, and, and Mark's band was Target, which was named after one of Warren's songs, but they were a cover band for, for Warren, <laughs> and they were a hell of a cover band. I mean, you know, that was, that was back in the day, and... I'll let Mark expand, but you had Chris Brown, Mark, uh, Brad Gaither, and uh, John Elrod. And, uh, you know, John and Mark play together now in, in what Mark's doing. But uh, those are Which is Art on the Chickens, a right. fantastic band. Now, Mark, got to ask it now while I'm thinking. Y'all got any gigs coming up? You we want to talk about? Uh, I don't know about the 16th at the Brewery Co-op in Gunnersville, but I know 17th at uh, Doug and Wendy's place downtown. Okay. Bourbon Bar. Busted out. Yeah, and I think we're on rotation there. Yeah. Once a month. We I think talked about right. it. They want to get you in there once a month. And I think we're working on rotation right now at uh, a place in Huntsville and a place in Gunnersville. That's well, what I'm if we you want to hear, come hear some good music. Come listen to Heart on the Chickens. I think y'all do a, maybe a warm song. We do a few warm things, and uh, I just decided today, after I heard one of Wayne's originals, after Warren broke up, that I decided, okay, I learned that one today. So Fantastic. I'm going to have to put that one in the mix. They're so talented and so great. So, Wayne, well, um, I just want to say that Mark's been the torchbearer for Warm's music, and... Uh, I, I'm going to take it on myself to extend that torch and carry it on. Yeah. So like good. I said earlier, and honestly, I saw those guys in the early 70s, mid-70s. And, I mean, you hear this, that it changed your life, but it honestly, it lit a fire under me. And, I mean, I loved those guys from the first time I saw them. And once you get to meet the guys... And to realize just what normal guys they were, and they were so nice, they just took us in, like, and we were nobody. You know, we we were nobody to them, but they were just they just all became my brothers, and uh, you know, I love those guys. We talked yeah. all the time. Yeah, and the Highwaymen did a song called "I'm Gonna Live Forever," and that's the way I feel about their music. It should live forever. I hope so. Yeah, indeed. Absolutely. All right, well, guys. We hope everyone enjoys The Hunter.
'Cause I. Got- 